We've got a Tataka promo and a Backlund promo tonight. I know, so. but... I love my Backlund promos. <laughs> I, I got some bad news for you later. I wanted to see when Max Moon turned over from Conan to Kato. Yeah. How many weeks we thought the wrong guy was Max Moon. And yeah. not a lot, but what I found out is like Max Moon fights Shawn Michaels on Raw in January. So it probably already happened. Yeah. He's in the Rumble and then we never, ever have Max Moon again. Oh, we're about to lose Max Moon forever. Oh, that's no more Nazi Moon Man. I know Nazi Moon Man was like our best bit. <laughs> I love the Nazi Moon yeah. Man bit. Oh, that sucks. That does suck. Uh, we had German theme music. We had the whole thing. I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, superstars, for the first time in a long time, we have the opening credits. Nazi Moon Man. Max Moon is not in the credits, and we're about to never see him again. Oh, nine. What will we do without our Nazi moon man? It's, it's a tragedy. The Germans lose again. lost a Nazi Moon Man. We've lost Lance Cassidy. Soon to lose Ric Flair. Flair's almost out. Yeah. I didn't think he made it to the Rumble, but it looks like he's going to get there. Yeah, I mean, we are on the Go Home show and he cuts a promo, so. Oh, well. Hi, I'm Dom. Oh, I'm Thams. Yeah, we're channeling our midlife crisis, watching early 90s syndicated professional wrestling. We are not where we were, right? We're in a new place. No, we are in a new place. It is January 23rd, 1993. Originally recorded on January 5th, 1993, from the Freeman Coliseum in San Antonio, Texas, home of the Heartbreak Kid, bringing you the world for over 70 years. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Freeman Coliseum still stands. No way. And is a sports and concert venue located in San Antonio, Texas has been the host to thousands of events, including, check this out, the mm -hmm. San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. That's no joke. <laughs> no, right, man? Like <laughs> a, a Texas sweet. Stock Show? That's like the real deal. That's, that's like that's the first thing they have on here because that trumps concerts, trade yeah. shows, motorsports, circus, professional sports, basketball, hockey, boxing, and, of course, wrestling. That's some J.R. Ewing's type shit right oh, there. Yeah. That's like <laughs> cars with, with antler shit. I know, man. They pull no punches. This is the Go Home Show. This is the Go Home Show. January 23rd, 1993. On a very special Superstars of Wrestling, we revisit the severe tragedy of Crush. Yes. We get to the green screen. Macho is in a lime green ridiculous suit. Yeah, that thing hurts my eyes, man. It's so I bright. Just, I just have neon yellow pink written down. What the hell is that? It, it's and it that it's got like this weird macho man writing on the arms, or it almost looks like it's dripping off of his arm. Yeah, the neon motorcycle jacket with giant tassels hanging from it, a sequin cowboy hat, mm -hmm. 
glasses you can't see out of. Somehow, if you put enough confusing shit together, it just works. Yeah. You become a modern art masterpiece right there. I don't know. That's some Jackson Pollock shit if I ever saw it right there. He did manage to always reinvent himself big. We came in, he's basically just wearing, you know, Speedo trunks, but like mm-hmm. the big sequin robes and, and the capes and stuff before he would uh, get into his gear. And then when he's the Macho King, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting motherfuckers carrying him in on a throne. <laughs> of course. He's king, man. And now in like the later gimmick before he leaves for WCW, he's in his like Slim Jim outfit. And that was ridiculous. He always found a way. I am partial to the earlier days of Macho Man. Like when he first turned face after his initial heel run there and, you know, like around WrestleMania 4-ish. You like Mega Power Macho. Yeah, I like Mega Power Macho where he was just, he would wear the tights and then he would have the big sequent robes that he would wear as well. Now, that was my favorite garb, I guess you could say. This is just way too much. It's <laughs> over, this is over the top, This these outfits. I'm torn. I don't think there's an era besides NWO mm. Savage that I didn't like. I thought this was like super cool in the early 90s. Um, well, I'm sure, yeah. I, definitely I love Macho King. Yeah. Macho King was awesome. Yeah. He and Jerry Lawler are just arguing the entire night and it starts here about who's going to win the Rumble. Spoiler, neither. Neither (laughs) of you. Neither of you will win the Rumble. Neither of you are even going to be close on this. But it does create yet another storyline that we are inserting into the Rumble match, which uh, I think is really, really cool. We've got all these like little sub stories that are building with this match. Because if you you think about it, you've got You know, King and Macho Man, if you Mm -hmm. want to call that a little bit of a feud right there. You've got the Nasty Boys versus Money Inc. You've got Earthquake and Yokozuna. Right. Kind of going at it. It's like, the hell? What am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. So you've got like all these little subset stories that are going on. So you know at some point in this match, there's going to have to be like a couple of face-offs. It's like, oh, here they go. They've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I like how uh, Macho's picking on his hat and says, I'm going to throw it in the bleachers. And Lawler's like, I I don't punch people at glasses. And (laughs) Macho puts his glasses in Vince McMahon's pocket. Yeah. He's like, that can be arranged. (laughs) And and then the super subtle heel move is that Lawler starts talking shit to the Macho man, but Mm. backing up behind Vince for protection. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, we we have Vince now as Switzerland for two of these guys. So yeah, so I said, don't get me started. I'll I'll get you. And meanwhile, he's like getting further and further <laughs> get in front behind. Of me. Get in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's classic stuff right there. Yes. Well, today we're going to have a special interview with Bret Hart, which I thought was done brilliantly by making sure he didn't talk all that much. Yeah. Please be better on the mic. Please be better on the mic. <laughs> the Undertaker, mm-hmm. Bam Bam Bigelow, Kamala. Now, wasn't yeah. this is like the same card we had? Two weeks ago. Almost. With the exception of we get Marty Jannetty. I love how like, yeah. and this week, the f***ing Undertaker and Kamala, <laughs> and, and they end, like you're supposed to end with like the biggest thing. Yeah. Marty Jannetty ends. Oh, no. <laughs> we just took a huge dive off the deep end. Right? Yeah, you start with Jannetty. We got Jannetty on the program, and yeah. then you end it, it with the Undertaker. Undertaker. But no. <laughs> it makes sense. 
almost a coldish open. It is a cold open. You got fucking zombie. You got yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like sub zero. Yeah, we immediately go into the Undertaker match. This is weird. They usually don't announce the first match to come out. Yeah. If they do the match announcements. And they Here's- didn't do the thing that they've been doing for the last couple of weeks was like the cold open leads directly into a player that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just the Undertaker. He's coming it's out. Just, here's a note. When they show the Undertaker for, the, you know, who they go through the list of wrestlers that they're going to have, they show a picture of the Undertaker. He looks way more bearded. Yes. Than he, so is he becoming like more Amish Taker now? Or is that is this way too early for Amish Taker? And he was just growing it out a little bit. I, I think the picture is like the earlier version of the Undertaker, like his first year-ish. Okay, because as he's coming down the aisle, it doesn't look that fully grown in. No, I think he took it off. Okay. Because he was, yeah, he was more bearded at, at the beginning. He'd come and go. I mean, yeah, he never really stuck to a style. Yeah, he's like one of those guys that could just like go like push on his chin and he would immediately have beard. Yeah, it's <laughs> like <"Pee-tree." laughs> yeah. the only one I wasn't crazy about was uh, mohawked or really baldish version of Undertaker. Mm. That's when he really stopped looking like the Undertaker. Yeah. He is facing Dave Silguero. I think that's I'm pronouncing that correctly. God bless you. Uh, I know. I'm not sure if it really matters because he has three matches to his name, which were all on this weekend, apparently. Wow. This is the uh, only time he ever hits TV? Yes. He's that's ever funny. on TV is here. And I thought it was interesting. One of those was a loss to Skinner. So oh, Skinner's no. A, yeah, Skinner's apparently a player still. Well, Sk- the only person Skinner was able to beat was Red Tights. No, pretty much. We get Vince talking about Whippleman blaming The Undertaker for making Kamala different after losing at the Survivor Series. So I thought this was interesting because we know that Whippleman is bringing in the giant Gonzalez. Yes. And Undertaker is going to face giant Gonzalez at WrestleMania. Did they know at this point that Undertaker was going to face Giant Gonzalez? Yeah. Is Giant Gonzalez's first opponent going to be Kamala? I don't remember, but I think Kamala might be fed to Gonzalez to make him feel like a threat. Okay. I don't remember. They're pushing Kamala and Kimchi. They don't necessarily say there's going to be a match, but Whippleman keeps saying, you know, Kimchi's going to beat Kamala's ass. Undertaker is beaten on Silguero. Man, and he's the- doing like some trippy shit, literally. Yeah. Yeah, the the one takedown that he does, which is like a drop toe hold, but he grabs both his legs. I was like, that looks devastating. <laughs> that was in the replay replay. Yeah. He gets him by his knees. Like his yeah. drop toe hold is so high that he scissors him at the knees and takes him down. Yeah, that was a cool move. I would like to see that one more. Yeah, like more I don't that. think I've ever seen that. You see just the the typical drop toe hold. That one looked pretty damn cool. Like it actually looked like a real drop toe hold instead of like some of these fake ones that you see wrestlers doing sometimes follows it up with like a reverse mandible claw yeah kind of snatching his face off they go rip the poor red type's head yeah <laughs> and then yeah. a picture in picture of the undertaker's hand <laughs> that's all you needed for this yes he's got his gray glove on yes and he's going through his promo for royal rumble and he finishes it with the ever-present ashes to ashes dust to dust line in which he starts dropping dirt out of his hand. Yeah. <laughs> so 
apparently that was supposed to be the cremated remains of a person, I guess. I guess. That would be funny if like, holy shit, was that a tooth? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does look very devastating in this match. It's so weird because his movements to get to the people Mm. are slow and zombie-like, but his offensive moves to hurt the people are super quick and he's jumping like 18 feet in the air. Yeah. Oh, the back body drop that he does, he gets air. He lifts his feet off the ground and just literally drops. What's his name? I'm just going to call him Dave for right now. (laughs) Dave on the back of his head. Pretty bad there. This is like the pinkest hubba bubba tights I've ever seen uh, on anybody. Yeah. They're not flattering at all either. I I don't know. I think Dave might have opted for a singlet or something of that nature. Yeah. Like a Uh, corset. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I know like neon pink is like a hot bad item from the 1990s but you know uh have some common sense that's all i'm asking if your champion is bret hart who goes out in pink and black and he sees this guy yeah what he just kick his ass he'd be like go change (laughs) immediately you don't you're not going out in my shit i i should have looked up who that third match was against because one is undertaker one skinner i don't know who the third match is but it's bret hart and he kills him (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it should be. We get the recap on this while Bear is bringing the body bag out, and Randy's recap on this is gold. I don't know if you listened to it at all, but it's just like, this is what he does best, lays someone to rest. Yes, he's the winner. Dig it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's the winner. It's good stuff. So I think uh, there was a little bit of a focus on this one with Whippleman kind of planting the seeds that i think that was a a big part of this particular match the thing i took away from it is it sounded like the commentary made kamala weak like he faced the undertaker and he's never the same Mm -hmm. you got to build him back up as a face Mm -hmm. and you're basically saying the undertaker is just like neutered him yeah so I, i wasn't crazy about that well we'll get to kamala later because i have some thoughts on his match as well too i've lost this match yeah this is good stuff from the pages of wwf magazine update yes we are back to a recap yes on this one and once again it's the most heinous thing he's ever seen gene is appalled (laughs) always (laughs) this is apprehensible what he has seen (laughs) apprehensible apprehensible that's that's a good one always be closing a b c a always BBC closing. Always be closing. Not only is the magazine bringing us this, but so is Ica Pro. Yes. But still, you gotta want it. Or you gotta want it is back. It you like gotta want it. Okay, there, that's what I thought. And then it was for everybody who, I don't know. Oh, for everybody who, who cares, about, cares their about their body. That's what it was. Now you gotta want it again. Yeah. I would have loved to see it actually work. Like Gene, you know, what were we talking almost a year ago? Gene's talking Ica Pro, and every update, he takes, like, a swig of wind mm-hmm. or, or Cyclone <laughs> or whatever the frigga was called. And, like, by this time this year, he's f***ing jacked. <laughs> he's six foot eight. He's enormous. His hair grew back. <laughs> you know, like, everything. This shit works. He's like, you gotta want this shit. It's amazing. Never mind all the steroids. Bikini chicks falling from the sky. <laughs> like, Get him some Axe body spray and he'll be sick. That's right. But the mustache stays. Like, oh, the mustache has to stay. It's hilarious. He tries to show us the devastating weapon. Uh, oh, all, yes. He's appalled about the, the, the beatdown of Crush. Crush yes. got beaten up by the clown. And they bring out the prop arm mm-hmm. that Doink smacked Crush to death with. Yeah. He's like, listen to this thing. And it's like, thunk, thunk, <laughs> thunk. But it's making a plastic hollow sound. Yes. And he's like, it's filled with lead. 
<laughs> it must 15, weigh 75,000 yes. pounds. 15 and then he... to 20 pounds of lead. That's what he said <laughs> while he's like holding this thing with one hand, like it's no problem whatsoever, knocking on it with, with the hollow sound that it makes. And then when he when he falls away, it hits the ground and you can tell, like it doesn't make a thud. No, it sounds like a rubber duck. 15 to 20 pounds is like a bowling ball. I've got like 20 of them in my basement right now. If I drop one of those, it would make a thud and my wife would be down here in two seconds saying, what the fuck was that? Exactly. <laughs> this thing makes a clink yeah. type sound. It's it's so awful. But that's the that's the problem with this whole thing because we said this last week, like when they show this beatdown, it did not look that bad. Like no. even Doink hitting him didn't look that devastating so they gotta prop this up and make it seem like this prosthetic arm was like some kind of major weapon they always talk about like, hey this is entertainment it's not mm -hmm. real none of these people are real crush's name is a crush mm -hmm. but for some reason wrestling's held to like a higher standard of reality like they can't go as far as like your typical law and order episode yeah but that would have been awesome like you don't have crush in the frame but you have doink the slamming this thing and like blood spraying everywhere <laughs> that would have made more sense yeah if the if the prosthetic arm had like spikes coming out of the end of it or something yeah. like that like and you know? that's it it just like one hit and it just stays in his head that would be cool yeah. then, then i would believe this whole angle but instead we get the oh crush oh yeah oh yeah he did he did. <laughs> it's kind of funny because they say he has a concussion. And I think at the time we thought he was really, really hurt, possibly paralyzed. But luckily, folks, he only has a concussion. He's just going to miss the rumble. But nowadays, mm -hmm. like a concussion is one of the worst things he could have as an athlete because yeah. we've learned so much about like, that's not good. So I wonder if he needed some time off here or if keeping him out of the rumble is just a way to build up the feud with him and doink i'd say build up the feud i mean you already know he's not gonna win it so why yeah. bother put him in it might as well have him sell the angle that you know doink really knocked him for a loop yeah story-wise it's better to have him not there gotcha i mean it doesn't really make much sense it's like doink beats the shit out of him and the very next week because it's the day after this right yeah he's in the rumble like oh i have a concussion i'm knocked out but tomorrow night <laughs> i'm fine yes i'm right as rain right, yeah so he's, yeah. he's got to sit it out Gotcha. Crush could use a little bit more room in the crotch. Wow. Crush's outfit's a little too revealing for... Uh, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. What's unfortunate Crush. is we had to watch this entire beatdown again. Yeah, well, that's that's what made this another recap. There was a lot of recapping on this show, just overall. So, you know, I go home show to the Rumble. Of course, they want to push the main storylines that are going on, but it just seemed like there was not too much new on this one it's almost four minutes long they yeah the recap of it they showed everything they showed the beat down they also showed these like it was about three segments of them getting this guy on the stretcher and then into the ambulance and they showed all of that mm -hmm. so yeah when i was doing my watching of this and writing my notes down i literally skipped over this part because i said i know exactly what they're going to do they're just going to show that entire thing and we already went through this last week so i just worked my way through it yeah well, human chia pet Ken Johnson is now in the ring. <laughs> yes, Ken Johnson also goes by Kenny Johnson and Mad Dog Johnson has 15 matches to his name. This guy looks like one of those old school independent wrestling staple guys from mm -hmm. the late 80s. He's full mullet. He looks like Chewbacca. 
or a Jersey Animal Steel's brother-in-law. <laughs> Just with the hair on top. We uh, are in a new place, but we still have Mike McGurk. Like the fink is out. Yeah, I'm wondering what, what happened. Maybe they, they switched, put McGurk on Superstars and, and Fink on Challenge. Could be. Could be. Mike McGurk, I don't know. She's just like, she's got Benjamin Button disease because here she <laughs> looks 60. If you look at a modern picture, she looks 25. Must have had, had a little bit of work done. It's Ken Johnson versus Marty Gennetti, the rocker. The rocker. Yeah, the rocker. Who had that bit? I think it was uh, David Spade when Hall and Oates broke up. And they're like, no one's going to go see Oats. <laughs> That's what this feels like. Yeah, this is very similar to this. Well, Shawn Michaels has had plenty of time to build his character, and Janetti's just living off the rocker dream, man. As he's coming in, we see the Telltale double shirt, the thing I wore to the arena, <laughs> and the Ica Pro shirt they gave me for this shot of a poor guy in the audience. All right. No one came with an Ica Pro shirt. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you're buying like a person. No, look, we got to get this product uh, placement in. Can you wear this shirt over the sweatshirt hoodie that you have on? There he is. Yeah. Yep. This is what became the classic rocker outfit. Like the new rockers used it. Marta Janetti mm -hmm. used this one a lot. This green and black yeah. one. I was gonna say this was this this had a very quintessential rocker vibe to it. Here. Yeah, this one stick. Al Snow was in this one. Yes. Yeah, when he was Leaf Cassidy. Uh, it was just such an awful, awful name. Savage is predicting that Marty will win the Intercontinental title at the Rumble. And then he plugs the Rumble hotline. Yes, which he, he's <laughs> going to be talking on. So how's he going to win the Rumble and be on the phone? Apparently, he doesn't know how this works. <laughs> yeah. just, and this is like 1993. They're going to have to like bring in a landline for him. <laughs> With the super long cord in the middle of the ring. <laughs> or one of those Zach Morris phones. The big white bricky one. Yeah, there we go. Well, we don't even want to see the Marty Jannetty match, which looks like watching half of a rocker match. It looks yeah. like if you were to cut the ring in half during a rocker match mm -hmm. and only show the left-hand side, that's what it looks like watching Jannetty wrestle right now. Yeah. But we get Shawn Michaels, and they're asking, uh, hey, where will Sherry be in what corner? Yeah. So I'm wondering, because this is a good promo, and they're talking back and forth, the commentators and Shawn Michaels on this. And of course, you know, Sean is going on saying he doesn't care whose corner she is in, but she is in deeply and madly in love with him. And so, of course, she will be in his corner. But this is what I want to know. Were they actually talking back and forth to each other? Or was this just a very well-timed, like Sean had taped this earlier? He, they knew the question or they knew what he was going to say because they had the, the tape. So they could kind of ask a question that would lead him to go into that promo. I think they did this all in studio because the, you know, the, they're not really at the event. Yeah. They're all in studio. Sean looks like he's uh, in the studio too. So they probably mm -hmm. just did this. Just at the same time. Back and forth at the same time and inserted it into the uh, Superstars tape. Yeah. I wasn't sure because it, it kind of felt like there was a little bit of off timing between when a question was asked and when he answered it. Mm -hmm. So that's what made me think of that. The one that really threw me was Razor on the Tron, which we'll get to later. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that, that was another one. Yeah, mm -hmm. that kind of had the same vibe to it. Yeah. Has Sherry even told anybody that she's actually going to the Rumble? Everybody expects her in somebody's corner. No. She's no, like, they... I, I wasn't even going. I didn't fill out the Evite. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they haven't had word one from her. Just somebody started that rumor, and you know how rumors start, Dom. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I do. And they just spread from there. It could have been, you know, macho. It could have been like, hey, I heard Sherry was going to be there. And that's all you had to say. Pretty funny. You know, if backstage. I... 
Yeah, Miss Elizabeth shows up. <laughs> that would be that would be a good story right there. What what happened here? Macho's up in the booth. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, uh, well, Morty wins kind of, and we're in the event center with the Moonster. Sean Mooney is here. Yeah. A lot of Royal Rumble hype, and we get several short promos from many of our different uh, members of the Royal Rumble, starting off with Tito. El Matador, <laughs> of which I have this one, and I translate it into Spanish, and then I translate it back to English. This is what he really says. He says, okay. hey, remember me? No. Please cheer for me when I come out at the Royal Rumble. I am ready to lose. I, pre <laughs> I predict that I will last about 10 minutes. All I want is and need is luck and a more prominent career that doesn't have me on the B card. That's right. There's so many other wrestlers that are more famous than me that have a chance. So let me explain the rules again, because that will be my job. Ole! <laughs> it's funny because like some of the guys who like, you're not winning. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to talk either about the match and what the rules are about the match or some other guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not going to be you. It's so we're going to use you to put the, the event over. Yeah. It's a shame. Next in line, we get our, our favorite Brooklynite. Hey, hey, yo! <laughs> hey, yo, my brothers and peeps out there. It's Damien, the mentor. Yo, yo, straight from the Bronx. Yes. The voice here is lying to me. I will be victorious forever for as long as forever lasts, which I think that's forever. <laughs> as long as forever lasts. Or I think he's not sure. He says, like, for however. Forever is the definition. Amount of de amount of time forever is. Yeah, it's forever. <laughs> I mean, you got forever, but then you have forever and ever. And ever. Too, you know. <laughs> so yeah. you could go beyond. You know? <laughs> Obviously, forever needs to have an ending if there's an ever after it. The the saddest <laughs> promo is the one that's up next. High energy. Oh, with Owen yeah. Not even talking about them winning the Rumble or in no. any way, shape, or form. Yeah, this is talking this, about Brett. This is is awful. So I've I've got the short version of this on here. I have. Oh yeah, remember us? <laughs> I've been on the sideline, and this guy just got his ass kicked by Razor Ramon. <laughs> and then yeah, and then it flips over to Owen, and he's just like, I'm just basically gonna promo my brother's match because right now I'm not that significant. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah, and um. Not long for the world either. I don't know how how much longer we're going to have these two gentlemen. From Las Vegas, minus their Tigers, we have yeah. the Beverly Brothers. They are facing the Steiners, of course, that's, at the Rumble. That's and they're saying, here's your big opportunity. Bring your amateur wrestling moves. I'm thinking, like, those amateur wrestling moves are going to kick your ass. <laughs> it's so bad. This is my sleeper match. This is going to yeah. be the, the match that I think is going to be the best one on the card because yeah. you got the Steiners, who are awesome, and the Beverlys, who are underratedly awesome. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. Does Bo Blake number two... Which, mustache or no mustache? The, the, the guy on the right. Right. Does he have a unibrow? working yes there. i picked up on sure. that i didn't know if that was a lighting thing or he's working well here's what happened unibrow. you know when you're a tag team you kind of like want to look alike especially if you're a brother gimmick sure so what happened unfortunately is the other dude's mustache kind of climbed to his eyes oh, just like oh all no. the way up oh no that's unfortunate is that a, a like a disease i haven't heard of most mustaches are under nose he has an yeah. upper nose mustache oh wow yeah, over oh. his eyes. Yeah, he's he's, oh. sport, he's he is sporting the Burt. 
I was going to say, he's a trendsetter. Straight from Philadelphia. It's going to be the <laughs> real run. The skyline's killing me because it's obviously not where they said it is. Yeah. Yeah, that is not Sacramento. The line that they've been using the whole show, and I know most people probably saw this on Saturday, is syndicated. So I guess it could have possibly been on whatever day they wanted. Yeah. But it says live this Sunday afternoon. That was confusing the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. Like, when's this Sunday? Is it tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Or is it the week from now? That's a very odd way to say it. Put the date up. Yeah. Live. Yeah. January, whatever the frig. Well, we knew it was going to be the next day because I think it's January 24th. Today right. is considered January 23rd. Why couldn't they say tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. I guess because it's syndicated, they weren't sure if it was going to air on Sundays and some no. markets, uh, on Saturdays and some markets. I don't know. Huh. Yes, I would be confused. And if you're going to be that confused, if it could air on either day, just throw the date up. Mm -hmm. So if it does air on Sunday morning in like Sacramento or some such shit, just say, today, you know, the date's up there. Oh, well, shit, that's today. Yes. Yeah. We're going to see the rumble. Yeah. This confused me. I know. Mooney, make it easy. Mooney. Back from irony, the man <laughs> whose finishing move is a shoulder breaker apparently... Yeah dislocated his shoulder hit a separated <laughs> shoulder and that's why we haven't seen papa shango wrestle he's just yeah. been cutting promos in the back but he's in he's back he's we got him here yeah papa shango is back and he is facing rudy gonzalez we have several of our spanish wrestlers you know because we're in san antonio yeah I they're guess. probably just local talent yeah 11 matches to his name and did a little work in roh and wcw as well wow that's, so this this is the last up. guy I would have expected. Of all the guys we've seen so far, he looks mm -hmm. like the least wrestlery. Yeah. No, he had a little bit more going for him than some of our earlier red tights. Well, Sean goes back with 75 pounds of gimmick <laughs> in a five-pound bag. His yeah. skull with his light-up eyes is smoking from the eyes like mm -hmm. crazy. Yes. Oh, it's um, just, you know, reminiscent of him backstage. Yeah, it's like, I can't leave this back here. <laughs> I might catch it. So yeah. I'll just stuff it in the skull. Yeah. But that thing's just smoking in the corner like the whole match. Yeah, the entire time we've got all this smoke going on. It's It, it won't stop. <laughs> it's like a, a Bob Marley tour bus. It, I think that is Bob Marley at that point. Who's the ref? Is that Danny Davis? Yeah, I think that's Danny Davis. Shango is doing the picture in picture. This is like a string of... People doing their own promo in the middle of their mm -hmm. match. He's got his burning book. Uh, yeah. He, he keeps the burning book off to the side at first, which I thought was was interesting. I, I just picture him holding the book while somebody's trying to light it for him. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, get over can here. We get this, can we get this lit, please? Yeah, please. Because <laughs> it doesn't come in until at the very end of the promo, right in front of him, and it's on fire there. How, how much weed is in that book? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's, got, he's got a nice little cutout in the middle of it. You know, it's turned to page 420, please. There it is. <laughs> Do you think his symbols actually mean something in voodoo, or is it just like horseshit? Oh, it's complete horseshit. Okay. It's just like, yeah, that looks cool. It's like a tattoo that he has on his leg. It's like, that looks like a voodoo symbol. Put it on my tights. Yeah. I mean, this guy didn't need any more tattoo help either. Exactly. Well, he's once again in his picture in picture talking about how he's going to pretty much use his voodoo. But I noticed like this match until the very end, I should say, no voodoo to be found. Yeah. This guy should wrestle less and curse more. Yeah. 
you know, Conrad Thompson was busting Pritchard's balls about, you know, the character of Papa Shango and one thing. And Mm -hmm. Pritchard defended, he's like, I wish we would have leaned more into it. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, like voodoo dolls and shit. Like he'd come out with a voodoo doll of the guy and start like playing. He's like, that would have worked, especially if, you know, in the cartoony era. Oh yeah. That stuff would have been fun. I mean, hell, you got Dan Housen running around now doing his. Cursing everybody. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. It could work. It's okay to have a comedy. I would love what what would have been awesome if it was just like especially with these red tights. Like he would just come in, throw some voodoo curse on them, and they would just become like his minions. Like he'd oh, just yeah. be walking like, down the, the the aisle with like all these red tight zombies. That would be awesome. Him. An army of red tights? <laughs> yeah. That's the best. Oh my god, that would have been great. Yeah. Just, you know, his followers. Come yeah. on. Yeah, he's just like, every week he just picks up another guy or a yeah. couple of them and curses <laughs> their ass. And then at one point, like during the blow-off match where he's fighting a real guy, all these yeah. red tights like, come out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, they all, like, crawl out from under the ring or something. Come on. Yeah, do you remember how creepy it was when, like, all the little girls were wearing the Bray Wyatt masks? Yeah. The, yeah, that was just, yeah. yeah, ahead of your time there. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Come on. This is really a weird time when, like, anything could have been a furniture just as long as the last thing you do. Like, yeah, the shoulder breaker, least impressive finisher ever. Yeah, he tries to make it look as devastating as possible, but it just doesn't. Because I, I think it, a part of that's on our red tights, too. They, they just don't know how to take it to make it look like it hurts more than it actually does. Now that the match is over, I have a real problem with what happens next because I don't mind him cursing the guy. I do mind him fireworking in the middle of the ring because yeah. everybody loves fireworks. Everybody's a little yeah. shiny. Look, it's <laughs> like everybody's going to clap for it, but he's a bad guy. He should yeah. not do anything that's going to get a reaction of like, wow, that's awesome and clapping. Well, you've got your Max Moon who's shooting fireworks out of his arms. Yeah, he's a good know, guy. While he's Zeke Kyling. <laughs> but he, and he's a good guy, yeah. So you get you get the nice fireworks from him, and then you That's get true. the fireworks from Papa Shango. Yeah, they got it backwards. The the racist fireworks is coming from the good guy. <laughs> the cursing fireworks is coming from the bad guy. Yeah, I don't know. Looks better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We get the win, Papa Shango, and yeah, he's throwing his fireworks up there, and we are out and into a spotlight magazine. Always be closing. We got more magazines to sell to you. Always be closing. Buy our shit. Yeah, buy our shit. Yeah. And with this, we get another replay, yet another replay, uh, of two weeks ago when uh, Razor Ramon attacked Owen Hart during an interview for no possible reason whatsoever other than to get attacked um, on WWF Mania, which they haven't talked about since. No, they (laughs) haven't talked about the show, but I've seen this clip three weeks in a row now, right? Yeah. I saw the preview of it, and then we saw it, and now we're Mm -hmm. seeing it again. Mm -hmm. So, oh well. Yeah, he hits him with Oscar the Grouch. It's very (laughs) awful. (laughs) He just fell out of that trash can. That would have been great. (laughs) Crazy picks up the trash can, throws it on top of Owen Hart, and Oscar rolls out. (laughs) What the hell? God damn it. What? Now I'm going to have to find a new house. Oh, I got to clean up my own stuff. Uh, My house is everywhere. So we go from that into uh, this. This is the setup, of course, for Raymond Rougeau's big interview with Bret Hart on the interview platform. Yeah, we need subtitles for our interviewer. Yeah. This doesn't last very long. Uh, I think Brett or Raymond gets in maybe one question and Brett starts to talk. 
and we get an immediate interruption by Razor Ramon on the Titan Tron. Yeah, via Tron. I, I want to say, is this the first time we've seen something like this? Because they do this all the time now with the gigantic Tron and somebody up there, but I don't recall this ever happening. The only time I ever saw the Tron being used in a manner such as this was when the natural disasters, I think it was, were mocking. Oh, yeah. The Money Inc. from the Tron. Yeah, yes, I do remember that. But I don't think we've had the Tron speak. <laughs> no, no. Well, it must be a new feature that they got this week. The Tron mm -hmm. is probably impressive for its day, but I think they sell bigger Trons at Costco now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I could buy this as long as I have a flatbed to bring it home. That's right. Yeah. But R Razor is, takes control over the interview, which I thought was extremely smart. Yeah, and this is another example. Like, he must be there, because I, I can't imagine this unless they practice it but he must be backstage. But I feel like there's a little bit of a delay mm -hmm. in this because, you know, when Brett tries to get his his licks in, then he's, he, it's almost like he's waiting for Razor to tell him to shut up. Yeah. I'm sure there might be a little bit of delay going to the backstage or whatever they had it going through. Yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely a cool interaction because when Brett starts talking, he's like, shut up. Kaite yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. Yes. Oye me, chico. Uh, callete. Callete. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Razor, for some reason, needs to list all of Brett's accomplishments. <laughs> That's something it I is. heard about. I've heard people say that to be an effective promo, you have to make your opponent be a threat to you. I, I could see that coming from a face, but it's coming from the heel. Nah, even, you know, Flair would do it too because you got to be able to make the match interesting. So the old school guys would always be like, you're good, but I'm better kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So he goes, you've had the tag team championship twice, had the intercontinental championship twice, and here you are now super champ. Yeah. But it took you eight and a half years to do it. So he's establishing, yeah, you're a big deal, which, yeah. you know, gives Bret Hart the raw and also makes the match more important. I think it's better than saying, like, I'm so much better than you. Why are you even there? Like, I'm going to beat you because you're so worthless. I, as a fan, I'm like, why do I even care? Of course you're going to win. It kind of reminds me of the, the old Shawn Michaels promo that we had when Brett first won the title. Yeah. And he was just like, he's complimenting, complimenting, and, he, and then, but then he, he turns it around and he, uh, on himself. That was great. <laughs> it's like, I got to say that no one, no one in the history of the Federation is more deserving of that title than me. Than me. That was awesome. That that was masterful. Yeah. Razor's telling Brett to shut up, and he's talking about how fun it was to beat Owen like a cockroach. Cock yes, cockroach. I enjoyed that. And how he's going to slap his daddy around. So Stu's getting involved in this one, too. St Stu Hart would kill Razor from now <laughs> I'm sure he would have. Of course, Brett's going to challenge Razor to come out and face him, but Razor... Doing the ultimate heel thing says nobody tells him what to do. I thought and that was awesome away. because yeah. like Brett's like, all right, come out now, come out now. And Razor can't not come out or else he looks mm -hmm. weak. So he says, I don't come out because I don't do anything but what I want to do. I'm not mm -hmm. coming out because you're asking me to, and I don't do things yeah. that I don't want to do, or I haven't decided to do, or you're not going to tell me when I do things. Yeah. And I was like, that's a pretty cool way to be a chicken shit. Yeah, homie, don't play that. Because it's he's still tough. He's like, look, I'll beat you up any day of the week, but it's when I want to, not when you ask me to. I thought, yeah, hey, good move, Razor. Good promo, Razor. Good promo, Razor. Which yeah, actually brought a out one. a very nice Bret Hart ending. 
like Bret Hart screaming at the no yeah. monitor, like <laughs> Razor yeah, turns, and then like, turns yeah, his like, TV off. Yeah, Razor just kind of walks off the screen, <laughs> and Bret's in there screaming at it anyway. Screaming at the TV. Yeah. Old man yeah. screaming at television. <laughs> Would it have been better, like, if he was somewhere live, like maybe, you know, Bret's on the interview platform, but then Razor's in the ring or something like that. I wonder if it would have had more of an effect that way. I guess they didn't want to have contact before the rumble. Yeah. But in this day and age, he would have gone off screen. Brett's yelling at this, at the, at the no one there. Mm. And Razor would have decked him from behind somehow. Yeah. Like yeah. Pop goes to weasel that at some place and would have beat the shit gotcha. out of him. They haven't done anything to really make Brett look weak. He's never gotten beaten down. Like, we'll beat up no. your brother. That way you still <laughs> stay strong. Yeah. That, that, I thought that was, yeah, that was a neat little angle because it you know it heightens the feud but at the same time brett's not getting beaten down so brett's in mid spiel about how important it is being the champion and how much the championship means to him mm. and he kind of forgot that he threw down the belt <laughs> so he's like yeah. and this is the most important thing oh wait i threw it on the floor <laughs> just give me a second give me a second let me, let me pick this up for a second yeah. wait, gonna shine it we'll shine it a little bit yeah yeah this uh, thing I value more than anything. Oh, I dumped it. Wait a minute. <laughs> it fell off the side of the interview phone. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Hold on. Hold on. Just walk just down. Walk all the way down. Just walk of shame to pick up the belt. Rousseau <laughs> is just covering his eyes. Oh, man. It's just like, God damn it. Can we fix it in post? <laughs> Tell him to do it again. Oh, man. Well. Into our next match here. And we've got Bam Bam Bigelow versus Gary Jackson. We've seen and him, right? I he's feel like we body. have. Yeah. I thought like he had like a bunch of nicknames. I want to say like one of them was like Night Train Jackson yeah. or something like that. Was he Night Train? I, I, well, on the one site that I went to this time, it didn't have any of his nicknames. It just said hmm. Gary Jackson and that he has 28 matches. So it might have been a different site that I found that on. Right. But I feel like, yeah, this is the guy. Because this, this guy is, you know, pretty jacked dude. It looks like he could have been somebody. Yeah, and Bam Bam doesn't play around, so you got like know what you're doing to not get killed yeah. by Bam Bam. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm X hat, holy nineties. Yeah, man. That shit was the bomb. That, sh <laughs> that shit was the bomb. That shit was the bomb. I'm the shit. <laughs> I, I was angrier before Spike. Yeah, I was even. I was shorter before Spike. Uh, unfortunately, we have uh, yellow leg Bam Bam Bigelow. This is my least yeah, favorite Bigelow yeah. outfit. I don't think this was the first outfit he came in. I feel like the the first outfit he came in was more yellow than this. Could you get more yellow than this? I think it was. I think it was like more prominent, like a lot less black. Mm -hmm. on it and like a lot of yellow yeah i don't i don't dig the the too much yellow like he's got to be like more black and black red. purple red yeah yellow the accent colors to the main color yeah for sure as we fashion the fan band big love <laughs> <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm sure that wasn't his main priorities should i wear the black should i wear the yellow i don't know yeah i feel like <laughs> I we've know. turned into like an episode of queer eye <laughs> Critiquing Bam Bam's outfit. Damn it, Bam Bam. Where are the black? Everybody looks good in black. That's right. Bam Bam's just super quick. Diving headbutt after diving headbutt after diving headbutt. I yeah. am probably 400 pounds less than Bam Bam Piccolo. Um, I cannot get up that fast. Yeah. For his size, the guy could definitely move. Gives him a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker that just looks like he buries his kneecap into Gary Jackson's lower back. Because you could see... 
I don't know if it was on purpose, but Gary's just like holding his back oh, during shit. that while he's on the mat waiting for Bam Bam to administer the headbutt from the top rope. Well, yeah. So I feel like he really nailed him with that one. He said 24 matches. This might be match 24. Yeah, <laughs> it just might. Boss Man comes in for a picture in picture and uh, explains how Boss Man's push is now over. Yeah, pretty much. It sucks because he's a good promo. He just, they did him dirty and fed him to Bam Bam. Fed him to Bam Bam. Next thing you know, it'll be six years later. The Undertaker's going to hang him on a cage. Yeah. And they'll be feeding people their dogs. The Boss Man never held a title, did he? He's probably tag team champion or hardcore champion, like in his mm. uh, SWAT team run oh, when okay. he was feeding Al Snow his doggy. And yeah, yeah, he probably had some I kind of secondary title. I don't remember him ever wearing a title, but yeah, uh, he could have. Yeah, I mean, not during this time. I like this time because almost nobody got a title. It wasn't yeah. like summer camp where everybody got a turn. Yeah, and I appreciated that because it, 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 they were things that were hard to achieve. Let's do some mild research on uh, the Wikipedia. Uh, what are we doing here? Championships and accomplishments. He was hardcore champ four times and tag team champ with Ken Shamrock. Yeah, so that would have been, yeah, while he was part of the, what's that called? The corporation. The corporation. Uh, Yeah, it wasn't until his late run. Gotcha. Well, we get a still shot of Bam Bam screaming up at the sky for the king to do a magistrator in which he draws his head and adds teeth to make him look like a shark. And then he puts... Little waves of water underneath, like he's coming up out of the ocean. Do you think Earthquake is like in the back going, you know, my time's up here. I've done Mm -hmm. everything I can. As tag team champion, I had some main event things with Hulk, but that's long gone. I got to go to the next place. Hey, maybe I could be a shark. This magistrator thing makes it look like he's a shark eating the nightstick. Yeah. But it also looks like he's eating a bag of dicks. <laughs> I was going to say, especially the second when he puts the second one out the other side of his mouth. He's like, what are you going there? Going for there, King? And he's like, that does not look like it. he's right. You know, he's eating a bag of dicks right there. Of all the people in the Federation we can cast to do this, we're going to pick the nasty boys to do philanthropy work. Yeah. Well, their faces now. So we'd have to recreate their image uh, a little bit. They're, They're telling us to... Donate to the Headlock on Hunger. Now, this is different than the Somalia thing that they were doing a few weeks back. So this just screams to me, we need more good causes to distract from the steroid trials. Yeah, I I could have fixed this for everybody. Okay. Because it's the American Red Cross is sponsoring the Headlock for Hunger. Forget the hunger thing. Red Cross Mm -hmm. always needs blood. Yeah. You get the nasty boys to have people donate blood, but involuntarily. <laughs> like, hey, we Virgil, can, American Red that. Cross needs blood. He's like, <laughs> okay, I'll be right there. No, we got you. And pull the shit out of him. <laughs> Wait, are you, are you O positive? Get in the ring, motherfucker. <laughs> You're the universal yeah. donor. Get over yeah. here. Hold these thumbtacks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a hardcore match for, for the American Red Cross. <laughs> this guy's holding... Little vials on the side of the ring. Yeah, who's that? Who's the pizza cutter motherfucker? <laughs> God, pizza cutter motherfucker. Yeah, he's um, he's like king of the death match. Oh God, no he fought idea. Jericho on the the what do they call it the trials of Jericho or the pains of Jericho oh, or whatever no, he used to argue. No clue. He's they did a whole uh, dark side of the ring on this guy. He's like insane. Oh he cut, wow. yeah, he's like king of the death match. He would be great for this. He could give blood. He would give lots of it. We're in a Royal Rumble report, but always be closing. 
ABC. Because we have yet of another course. magazine. Yeah. The Royal Rumble program. Yes. No. Official souvenir edition. Okay. If you're not going to be at the Royal Rumble, I, I just don't feel the need to get that program. Yeah. You can't have the program and not go. Yeah. It's like, hey, I have this Royal Rumble program from 1993. Oh, you went? No, I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just have the program. It's like six-year-olds with a Woodstock shirt. You're like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Royal Rumble program and eBay. Okay. Okay. You gonna play a little prices right here? Maybe. Let's see if it's on there. Royal Rumble program. They got they got a bunch. Ooh. They have three. So, so am I going for a, uh, a range here, I guess? Go for the highest asking price. All right. Highest asking price of a 1993 Royal Rumble program. I'm going to say $20. That won't buy you any of them. Ooh, yeah. wow. They're, they're high pricing over there. The, high, the lowest priced Royal Rumble program, buy it now, $5.49 of shipping, mm -hmm. is $34.99. Wow. The highest price or best offer with only $5 to ship it, yeah. $74.99. 80 Ooh, bucks wow. for this uh, that, Royal Rumble program. That's got me thinking because, you know, I still have my program from WrestleMania 15. Autographed 1993 Royal Rumble poster, which has the same picture. Yeah. That you're looking at uh, here. Sure. $500. Wow. Well, autographed by who or how many wrestlers? I think it's for both. I think it's Bret Hart oh, wow. and Razor. Okay, so the main well, event, yeah. $500. Bucks. They might be able to get that. You'd never get that. No way. Somebody wants it. Somebody wants it out there. Unautographed $38. Okay. All right. There you go. Well, Chris is right. Yeah, if somebody has that kind of cash to just kind of shell out, be my guest. That's specific. It's like I won yeah. a 1993 Royal Rumble poster. Yes. We get our second Royal Rumble report. This is the second one with Gene, I should say. Sean Mooney's had a few yeah. as well. Gene is hard selling the shit out of this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he's going down the card and gives us some of the entrance for the Royal Rumble again. And we begin with a Yoko promo which is a Mr. Fuji promo. Yes. Yoko is uh, Yushing. Yushing. Yes. We've got Huss. We've got Yush. But Fuji's just saying, look how big this man is. He will be very victorious. Viva la Japan. The next live promo is, I guess, by the second biggest face in the company right now. Who's even close? Mr. Perfect. Yeah. He says we're going to see all shapes and sizes in the Rumble, but none of them are perfect. And then we, of course, talk about the unveiling of Narcissus. Yes. Of all the people to do a promo to get you to buy the Royal Rumble <laughs> in the next 24 hours, we now have Champion of Yesteryear. Ah, oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Have you ever had a penny loafer stuck in the dregs for 10 years? Well, now I'm riding a high horse all the way to WrestleMania. And you can be sure as a monkey's cousin that I'm going to give it the old what for this Sunday. Thank you, Bob Backlund. It was nice to hear from you again. <laughs> Half his body already outside the company. Ric Flair gives his promo. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I put for his promo. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. What comes out of this mouth is as good as gold. That's, yeah. It's going to shower us with gold. Yep. And that's pretty much all we get. So yeah. I don't know if, if Gene lost the card or anything. He just says at the end of this tremendous assortment of other matches. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest. And the rest. 
Also special guest. <laughs> also special guest. Hey, distance and shit. You got Jam Boys, Your Highness, MC Slammer, Touch and Groove, and special guest. There's everybody up there but us. Look, man, we the also special guests on the end of the marquee. <laughs> also special guests. They couldn't fit them all on the marquee. I want NWH in the marquee. We are part of the headlining bill. Uh, but, but, okay. but look, 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 look. When you put Your Highness on the bill, it bumped everything else off. Oddly placed chest hair on the neck, Dale Wolf. Now, Dale Wolf is another one that actually did some things. Yeah. Because he's got 142 matches to his name and one pay-per-view. We've seen him a bunch. He's yeah. been on the show a lot. Yeah, so he, he had a little bit of a career going for him. Out comes Reformed Face Kamala. Yeah, which is not really different. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's exactly the same. He's doing the exact same gimmick, which he should he just has a different manager coming out with him. He's out with Slick, and Slick is, this is what he does now. So, you know, he's helping Kamala see the light. These were my thoughts here. So he's going to be facing Del Wolf. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because, you know, how do you change a, a wrestler from a heel to a face without changing their gimmick? Well, you, you turn everything they did as a heel into something that the audience can now get behind. So some of the things that he's doing, like he grabs uh, Wolf and he tries to choke him in the corner and Slick's like there in the corner. He's like saying, no, 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 that's not allowed. So we can't do that anymore. When he goes for the final pin at the end, he's actually using the audience. I thought yes, this was genius. this is awesome. This is genius. He's using the audience to try and tell Kamala to turn the guy over on his back. Yeah, the audience gets behind the gimmick. They're like, no, flip him, flip yeah, him again, yeah. <laughs> flip him again. And th then he gets pinned, and it's the same thing where he's like, the pin's over, and he finally picks up the foot, and he's still yeah. staying there because he doesn't know from the bell ring or the count to three. I thought I saw this act a million times. He he added to it. After the pin, Slick's there, he's like, you won. And then he's like, oh, cool. And he starts <laughs> rolling him again. <laughs> Back the other way yeah. and pins him a second time with yeah, the foot. Can I, can I pin him again like you're so happy that I won? Can I win again and you'll yeah. be happy still? <laughs> Whippleman comes in saying, now you have to face my kimchi. Yeah. Like he's kimchi's manager all of a sudden. As Yeah, I don't know where that came from, but uh, okay. So yeah, and I wonder if that's, the, they're hyping like this future kimchi versus Kamala match. So, uh, you know, there's going to be some type of feud that goes on until this happens. I'm just wondering when it happens, because I never remembered Kimchi ever wrestling. I remember there being a Kimchi, but I never remember seeing him wrestle, uh, unless he was the Brooklyn Brawler. The pin's over. Slick comes in. Kamala's, like, acting like he might get hit again, but he's like, no, no. He points to the ref. The ref goes to raise his hand. He's afraid of the ref a little bit. Yeah. This is the greatest show on earth. I know. This gimmick was awesome. It, and it works either way. It works as a heel. It works as a face. You know, you're going to love them no matter what. My takeaway yeah. is how sheepish the uh, audience was at this point. Mm -hmm. He's good now. Everybody's cheering him. Yeah. He, we, we're calling him a bad guy. Everybody would boo him. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Like it's the exact same match you saw last week. Yep. But now you're cheering it. Like all last week, we were watching Faces do the most heelish, devastating shit. The Steiners killed those poor mother. 
<laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, you're the good guys. Yeah. But if you saw the same match and the Steiners were introduced as bad guys and maybe were wearing like a black outfit and did the exact same match, they'd be booed out of the building. Oh, yeah. But nothing really is different. They're just being told who's good and who's bad and everybody's buying it. Yeah, it was a good time for wrestling. This was the point where, you know, WWF was leading the crowd. Now the crowd leads WWF. Yeah, and they get mad when they're not telling the story they want. Yeah. Bobby the Brain Heated <laughs> is here to tell us about Narcissus, mm-hmm. the narcissist. The narcissist, yes. I have that just as a question mark it's at like the end tomato, of tomato, tomato in the same sentence over here. I feel like they're getting rid of the gimmick before it actually happens. Well, not getting rid of the gimmick necessarily, but getting rid of the name, Yeah, you know, before it actually happens. Cause they're like, okay, maybe this narcissist character doesn't sound good. So we'll yeah, just call, call it the match. A- yeah. <laughs> and narcissus with the takedown. Yeah. So better to just call him the narcissist Lex Luger. I miss that from today. I miss the real name, but the nickname. Mm-hmm. Cause, and, and now you can't even have like two names anymore. It's like, we're just going to chop it down to like one syllable of the yeah. name we gave you. It's like Alexander Rusev is Rusev is Rusev, Rus. <laughs> you know, like how, how, how much can we chop the guy's name off? But I always yeah. liked such and such, the such and such, like the yeah. macho man, Randy Savage yeah. or Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Like, Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Exactly. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. the hitman heart. But now it's like, you're just theory. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Riddle. Riddle. <laughs> yeah. D- dumbest thing ever. But yes, it looks like uh, Bobby the Brain's doing the same. Like, he's better than perfect. He's more perfect than perfect. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's cut from God's own dick. Hallelujah. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> what did you see? The narcissist. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, narcissus, the narcissist. Yes. The narcissist. The narcissist. Oh, the narcissist. <laughs> Whatever we're calling it. I give unto you part of my dick, <laughs> and you shall be the narcissist. <laughs> yeah. For unto you, my dick. Hallelujah. From promo to Mooney. Yeah, we're back into the event center with Mooney, and we get a promo from Money Inc. Yeah, we see both... this promo like every friggin' week. It's the I same, know. Yeah. same one. The only one thing we get is Jimmy Hart, just because in the back. They're giving us the fact that they have two chances to win since there are two of them. I but guess. besides that, it was just the same thing. Right. Yeah. Well, at least he said more than just uh, uh, Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did last week. Stealing money. I know. We could have been Jimmy Hart. I see a lot of people getting a paycheck that I could handle that gig. Yeah. Jimmy Hart yeah. is one of them. A very easy one this time. We get our favorite pontificator. Tatanka is back with his... Point, pull back, fist, and sweep. A lot of that. A ton of it. So here we go. Hold on. All right, while you're doing it, I'm going to count the, the move. All right, all right. So my dream in the WWF is to climb to the top of the mountain where the eagle soars high. Check. <laughs> and at Royal Rumble, this come fulfill my destiny because at Royal Rumble, there'll be 29 other superstars all fighting all fighting to be the lone survivor. And the lone survivor has the opportunity to face WrestleMania champion, whoever he is, and to go for the gold. He does it five times, <laughs> and he's gotten so good at it, he does it with both hands. Ooh. Like point, 
pull back, pull back, left hand, and point, sweep, pull back, sweep, point, yep. because left and right, point, pull back, point, pull, oh, 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 but he's, 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 he's mixing it up. Oh, it goes he to does. the other hand. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He does oh. the, the European grip. Yeah. <laughs> it's known. Yes. And double sweep to finish. I like the berserker because he understands that this is just a, a, a strip mall. It's a family run business. They're trying their best. Nobody really wants alpaca shit, <laughs> but you, you go in there anyway, because the owner's just like begging you with his little yes. alpaca pamphlet. He went and, and bought the store for them. Yes. And the berserker gets it. He, you know, we've been saying this for months. This is, this match was made for the berserker. Like a coffin match was made for undertaker. The Royal Rumble is made for the Berserker because he says in his promo, I have a lot of experience throwing people over the top. <laughs> we said this months ago, man. Exactly. We're like, this guy got to get into the Rumble. Yeah, it's, exactly. It is perfect for him. He should be winning. This, he's, he's got all the experience. He it should have been a people. thing where it's like yeah. the Undertaker streak for the WrestleMania, yeah. the Berserker streak for the Rumble. <laughs> this guy's won every Rumble. Yes. He just, ever he just rolls in. himself in and starts throwing people out. See, yeah. I know how to do this. This is my gimmick. This is it. <laughs> the rumble. Exactly. So he gets it. He's not as berserk as I thought he was. He figured it out. Not as great in a cage match. No, no. It doesn't work in a cage <laughs> Bouncing match. Bouncing the guy right yes. off of the thing for, for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yep. We get a Nasty Boys promo after that and just, you know, the gold of the Nasty Boys. They get to nasty size all these other guys. Yeah. That was my favorite line of the whole thing. That pretty much does it. And we're out of there. Did you like the episode, Sam? It was good. It, it, it was not the best. It's it a lot of recap, but I feel like there's some good build coming up to the Royal Rumble here. So I'm excited to watch this and and get into it a little bit. I'm looking forward to both the, the Royal Rumble as a as a match, because it's one of my favorite things to watch every single year, but also the Bret Hart-Razor Ramon match. Yes. A, you know, when Razor passed a few weeks ago, as I said, Bret quoted this match as being one of the best. And a lot of people online were saying, if you want to see a good Razor match, go to the 1993 Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, we're going to see it. I enjoyed everything but the the doink recap mm. i especially didn't like the uh showing of the lethal weapon that looked so <laughs> impotent yeah not crazy yes. about that it my was match, a flaccid arm he was it was a flaccid <laughs> arm my match of the night is the undertaker because he did shit i've never seen before or mm -hmm. really haven't seen since i've never really saw him do that uh drop total i wonder if they they brought him back he's like mark you're this dead zombie you can't move around that quick you gotta stop doing stuff like that because yeah. uh, we just don't see it after that and it's a shame because it was awesome my red tight of the night however is uh gary jackson for actually dying fatality yeah like, he he took a he took a hard one to the back there yeah they're like do we still have that crush stretcher yeah my match of the night is the same as yours even though it's one of the shorter matches on the night thought uh, it was done very well with the undertaker and dave seguero and i actually gave my red tight of the night to mr dave seguero because you know he let the undertaker just beat the shit out of him i did rightly so we have uh, no idea what's going to happen next week on superstars they didn't tell us nope. because they just cut to macho and the king yelling at each other about who's going to uh, beat who up 
Yeah. Well, they can beat each other up and then they'll throw each other out of the ring. So, because neither of them are winning. You're not winning. Now we're about to enter uh, the era of Yoko. Yes, we are. The Federation is going to be a heel federation for the first time ever. Mm Mm-hmm. Very shortly. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. So our next episode will be the uh, the first half, I guess, of the Royal Rumble. So we've got Dwight the Clown. Oh, this had to be a, a dark match. Dwight the Clown defeats Jim Powers. Oh, Jimmy Powers. Yeah, in the in the first match. So it looks like we're going to start with the Steiner Brothers versus the Beverly's. Nice. That's our first match. It's going to be great. Followed by Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty for the Intercontinental Championship. Followed by Bam Bam Bigelow versus the Boss Man. And then Bret Hart versus Razor. So it looks like the Royal Rumble will be last. Sayonara, Undertaker. All right. Shawn Michaels has left the building. 